I am ready. Eric, are you ready to uh, become a very minor celebrity on an international podcast? Absolutely. A minute minor celebrity. <laughs> an obscure. Uh, but you can actually walk around Vegas and tell people, and they'll take your picture. <laughs> yeah. Take a picture with you the whole time. I got a whole phone full of people that I have on, no idea who they on are. On Fremont Street? Just, yeah. Yeah. You might know me from the average minute. Yeah. What? <laughs> and, and we didn't gain any listeners from all that, you know, uh, grassroots uh, advertising I was doing. Yeah, it turns out uh, people don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So what's your listener total now? Uh, it's hard to say. Three, maybe four. <laughs> no. We've almost doubled. No, because <laughs> we're, we're in uh, multiple states and uh, two countries. So uh, We got a hoser in Yellowknife who's uh, currently, I don't know, negative 80 balls deep. That's a problem. Isn't, uh, I, I think negative 40 is about where Fahrenheit and Celsius intersect. Yeah, something, something in that neighborhood. Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep using uh, Fahrenheit for the Canadians, and uh, they're like, oh, my God, it's 70 <laughs> degrees. You guys are going to die. You're on fire. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're joined this evening by uh, Eric Gertis? Gertis. 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 Like Curtis, but not. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, this is an audio medium, so nodding is yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. It is Gertis. Yes, Gertis. <laughs> uh, Eric, you have been a member of the MGA for this two, is my second year, two seasons, two two complete seasons, two complete seasons. How, how do you like it so far? Well, it's it's a pretty cool group. I um, got invited by John Treeman. We ended up randomly paired at Great Eagle. Had a good time, drank a lot of beer, finished golf, and went to the clubhouse, drank a lot of beer. And he You're said, kidding. I got just the group for you. <laughs> so that's how I ended up here. There seems to be a pattern in that Although, story. Although I resisted at first because I told him I, I don't think my game's good enough for mediocre. I think I need to find the Pathetic Golf Association. Uh, but, we're forming that next season. There's a division within I, MGA. That's I did win a Medio in my uh, fourth tournament. So, Well, there you go. Uh, now you know you belong. Yeah. And you went to Vegas this, this past... Uh, both years. Oh, both years. Oh, nice. Yeah, I played Born Harry both years. Um, okay. Consistency. That's Did you good. graduate this year? No. No. All right. So, chances are pretty good you'll play Born Harry yeah, three. So, you can be Ken's partner. Yeah, because I'll be, <laughs> I'll be in Born Harry. I, I just spent a shit ton of money at Golf Tech yeah, to, to, uh, to go Born Harry. Yeah, to go to Born but Harry. He'll, he'll play his top 15 and be right back in Worlds. It's fine. I, I, I like the scheduling of Born Harry a lot more than uh, the WC. So but the, the joy of taking a nap before the people from Worlds get back is, you know, unrivaled. It, it, you can't put a price tag on that now. It's great. So you had a lesson, Bob, today. Uh, my lesson was this morning, yes. Uh, I uh, got there bright and early because, uh, you know, time is... When you think it's 8.30 and it's actually 9, you get there early. Uh, went ahead and I, they let me hit a practice bay for a while, which uh, I was feeling pretty good and confident and following what... I was told on my previous lesson, and uh, as soon as I got in there, he goes, okay, well, that's good that you have that down. Now we're going to change it. And I'm like, well, but I have that down, and I'm hitting the ball kind of where I want. Right. So, so you had to get a basis point for him so, to say, okay, uh, now that you're here, let's build and then, on uh, that. For those of you who listened to the uh, previous, it's Aaron Badley's the guy I can't ever remember that he keeps putting me up against for showing how to okay. do my proper takeaway. And uh, his takeaway is club face is kind of level with his uh, spine, so to speak, and mine's a 90-degree opposite. So we're working on that now. It's where he has me in my head. I'm basically pointing the logo of my glove at the ground, but in realist realistically, it's not even close to that. 
Uh, it feels again like I'm trying to, you know, fat guy trying to fold a lawn chair while I'm still in it, uh, while I'm swinging. But the ball seems to be going relatively where I'm aiming, which is really concerning, actually, because that's can't that can't keep going. That's that's, that's new. That's not going to happen. Uh, and then some of the fun things that I got from my lesson today is I remember the number of times I've been playing for 20 years, never really had real lessons at all to learn how to do anything. So I always had these preconceived notions of what the swing should be. So one of my favorite things that I've said more than once of, oh, I, I didn't get my wrist snap on that one, so that's why I didn't hit it that far. And uh, As we're doing the swing lesson today, he goes, wrist snap? That's not a thing. What are you talking about? And I'm going, I've been using that like I knew what the hell I was doing for so long. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, there is no wrist snap. So if you're trying to do that, stop. That's not... Uh, he actually almost broke it down on a piece of paper that it was very much, uh, it's like navigating an asteroid field in the Millennium Falcon odds of actually hitting the ball with proper contact if you're trying to snap your wrist. Right, right, right. So uh, I'm really working on, and he's showing me how to hit with the big muscles in my back. And uh, I will tell you, if you go to Golf Tech, they put you everything on video, which is wonderful, other than that camera's got to aim, you know, 55 pounds on your stomach because I feel pretty uh, decent that I lost about 30 pounds recently. And, uh, yeah, it's right there on camera. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I, still there. I struggle with that every uh, time I go and in. And then the only thing I do like is when I finish properly pointing at the target, I have, like, ripply muscles in my back that makes it look like I might actually, you know, be strong at some point. Huh. But it's probably just the muscles I'm using to hold my fat gut up. So <laughs> it could be that. Turns out a lifetime of carrying <laughs> yeah, around a bunch yeah. of extra weight will... Yeah. Uh, Apparently, if you're carrying a 30-pack on your stomach, <laughs> like a baby. Uh, you mentioned uh, they, they, they put you up next to Aaron Baddeley and, uh, the last time. So he started out with uh, Daniel Summerhays for me. Uh, he did that the first two times, for, one for the swing analysis, and then for my first lesson, he was comparing me to, to the same dude. And then the last time I went in, he had Ricky Fowler up there. I think Ricky on Fowler the, is one of their go-tos. On the I, split I see screen. him an awful lot. And I'm sitting there, and I'm going, these, these – okay – these two dudes, you know, are fit for the most, you know, <laughs> Summer Hayes, you know, he's not... Your thing's not the right body he's, type. He's not the embodiment of fitness, but he's, you know, he's trim, he's in shape, you know. Fowler, obviously, you know, he's a small guy. I'm sitting there going, can you put Craig Stadler on the screen? <laughs> yeah, give, you know? give me the walrus. I, I, can, <laughs> like I, can, I can associate with the walrus. Like, that's where that's where I'm at, is is so much of this, he's going, okay, see how you're, uh, you're coming over the top, you're rotating this way, and I'm going... I, I got to do that just to get <laughs> yeah. my fat ass yeah. through the swing. Like, it's it's really just compensating for my overall girth. And, uh, you know, he's going, well, you know, see how he does this and this. And I'm, I'm like, I want to see a fat guy do that. You put a fat guy <laughs> on the screen that, that is doing all of the things you're telling me to do. And I, and I want to see how he navigates that. Now, have they? Uh, have you actually gone through the app and actually seen that they post your uh, uh-huh. lessons and whatnot? Yeah. So, do they give you a, a drill that was basically like uh, hot yoga or something, so you can learn how to stretch out a little bit more? No, so no, he like hasn't. That? He hasn't addressed that yet. He hasn't. He hasn't said, okay. Uh, I can see that we're not well, going to get you to the proper have here swing. Is a slight weight issue. What yeah. you're going to need to do is drop about 94 <laughs> pounds. Uh, you know, get some get some core strength going on. 
and maybe then, a uh, sit up just once. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm out of breath. I, I I tie my shoes in the morning, and I'm I'm out of breath. Uh, that counts for something. That means I'm working hard. I'm in Vel- you know? Velcro golf shoes. That should tell you something. <laughs> I would drape myself <laughs> in velvet. <laughs> oh man! So I am—I um, have my third lesson tomorrow evening, and um, we are going. We're playing as we're playing on Saturday morning, and it'll be the first time I will have played since Worlds. And we've been to the range a few times this week, and. Since my last lesson, I'm pretty sure I've degraded all the way back to somewhere in between where I started and then trying to figure out, you know, because I'm only to, to 10 o'clock on my backswing in my lesson plan. And I've been trying to go, all right, I need to try to formulate a whole swing out of that. And it's totally screwing me up. And I'm in that mode where I know I got to go in and face the music tomorrow. He's going to be like, hey, so uh, you've been practicing those drills. You've been uh, working on what? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been working on it, and then okay, hit a couple balls. And he's gonna go, dude. It's almost like I've never met you before. <laughs> like, what? What even is this? You know? And so I'm scrambling to uh, to try to to get back to at least where he left me the last lesson, and and I don't think I'm even there. I don't know how do you, how do you keep playing if he only gets you to here. And you got to finish. Well, so he's got a whole year. It's babies. Well, right, but in the meantime, that's what I mean. In the meantime, how do you keep yeah, playing? Yeah, he 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 hasn't addressed all of the other many flaws in my total swing. He's only gotten to about ten o'clock in the takeaway, and I'm I'm at that point where I'm going. Okay, I feel like I can do that somewhat decent, but how do I get the rest of the way through the swing and have it end up somewhat? You know, I'd settle for marginal at this point. You know. Yeah, but, my guy had me at the, he called it the 9 to 3 drill, where that's all you're swinging is from 9 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Uh, and then I wouldn't stop at 3 o'clock, I'd follow through. And he'd be like, no, you got to stop at 3 o'clock. I'm all, that's what I was doing on the first lesson. He told me to follow through, and I learned how to follow through. So I was doing the 9 to follow through, because he's like, well, whatever, just do you. And then uh, he shows me on video, and I'm like, that's more like 11.30 than 9 o'clock. And right? he's all, yeah, you're doing fine. And I'm going, okay, <laughs> <laughs> See, I think in your head, and that's part of my problem is is the drill that uh, my instructor gave me was, you know, I'm a right-handed golfer, so he says, you know, put your left foot uh, up against the wall, the, the the hitting mat, right? Put it up against that, and do your backswing, your takeaway, and do not let your golf club hit the mat behind you. And I'm like, okay, so I'm practicing that, and 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 it feels when I right before the club hits the 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 mat it feels like i'm only three quarter swing mm-hmm. oh my nine o'clock that's eleven thirty feels like it's eight o'clock right it's crazy that oh, yeah. you know for somebody that's not terribly flexible like me uh the fact that i would just be going all the way back around you know is is weird to me but apparently that's what i do that's causing a lot of my problems well, i would go that far back but it was all arm turn not shoulder hip turn to cock it basically and that's what I really was working on on my first lesson that I thought I did great until second lesson. He's like, okay, now we're going to incorporate this. And I'm like, well, now I'm lost again. Uh, which brings me to my uh, little second little note that I made for myself is uh, I was always told for lessons that you don't want to get lessons. They're going to redo your entire swing. And it was a demotivating type of thing where it's like, well, 
I don't really necessarily want to get better. I just want to be more consistent. So I don't need lessons. I can figure it out. And all I'm learning from my first two lessons, and I'm even, I should call, let's call it three lessons because I think the swing evaluation gives you enough little tidbits in there you can call that Right. Lesson. Well, they got to give you a nugget to, yeah, they to gotta, get you yeah, hooked, they're, you know. This, this they're one, reeling you in. They, this yeah. one's for free. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you come see me yeah. next week. Uh, you know, uh, we'll give you this one for free if you sign up. <laughs> it's like, uh, hey, I was addicted to meth once. I know what that. I know how this game's played. Uh, but yeah, so uh, now that I've started the process, I'm already in. The, I mean, lesson two. I got 13 more lessons, and I'm already going. Okay, well, I guess I'm gonna have to sign up for another 15 because I'm just gonna keep going. Uh, Should have just I'm, done the year plan, yeah. bid it off, and done the full 52. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> by the time you yeah. keep adding on, you're going to be. But I, I go into I was talking to a guy today that I sold a, a truck to, uh, and he's all, "How was your golf lesson?" Because I made him show up late so he could take delivery of his truck because he wanted to get there at nine. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm golf. I got a golf lesson. Today. You're waiting." Uh, and he goes, "I go. So you, what do you know about golf?" Because you know he asked me how my lesson was, and I'm just doing <clears throat> the well. I can give you the evaluation that a media would get. I give you the evaluation that somebody good would get. I could give you, you know, elevation of somebody who'd never even seen a golf course. And he goes, I was a 1.5 handicap and I quit. And I'm going, oh, it's going well and I don't ever want to be as good as you. And he's all, I had three swing coaches. I was playing four or five times a week. And he's all, I never got better, so I just quit. And I'm just like, that. I, that's the level I don't want to get to. I know I've said it before, I'm going to harp on it forever, is golf needs to be fun or I'm out. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean out. I'm out on trying to get better. I'd rather go out with the medios, shoot a smooth 85, place somewhere with a check. Right. You know, not even a win. Uh, have penalty strokes <clears throat> to screw myself, whatever. I just, I don't want to go out there thinking I got to shoot 80-80 because I got nine penalty right. strokes. Well, and, and if you're going out there to win every tournament, you're, yeah. you're in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. But um, I, I like being the drunk guy at the end that people come up and ask me about skins and I'm just sitting there going... You can't ask questions while I'm thinking, man. You can't do it. I can tell you how many beers I had. That's pretty much all the numbers I got. I've I've uh, I've witnessed I've witnessed those guys firsthand. I, I uh, you know where where you're just too good. It's like a part time job, you know, and you're just not satisfied if you know. Oh man, I missed that green. I can't believe I missed that green from 85 yards. What the hell, you know? Yeah, that, I, I don't want to play for perfection. I want to play so I don't want to throw my bag in the lake at the end of a round. Is pretty much what that's. That's my that's level right of on. consistency I want to be. Uh, I know several people that are trying to be so much lower, and, you know, uh, I don't know if anybody, those of you who are friends with uh, SNS Pest Control on Facebook, he, he posts a little something that he's not happy with uh, one of the golf leagues he's in because he was in a group that they were all good players that all thought they should have shot better and just turned into a club-throwing nightmare. Yeah. Uh, and that just, that's just not fun. That's no, not, that's, a, that's a nightmare. I mean, I, I'll let you toss one club around, and that's about it. But if you start chucking shit and pounding shit, uh, just, you know, go back to the clubhouse and drink beer and, you know, learn learn what golf's about. See, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I want to throw my whole bag in the lake, not because, you know, uh, I'm, so, I'm so good and I'm playing bad. It's because I'm playing horrible, and I know that I'm that bad. <laughs> no, it's not and, getting bad. And I see no, no light at the end of the tunnel, no way out of it, you know. So that's what makes me want to throw my whole set right in the, but I won't, because because uh, so golfing golfing and fucking are the two things that I'm fucking horrible at, <laughs> but have a have a great yeah, time enjoy, doing. Enjoy them both almost equally. Yeah, uh, it, it's very uh, dependent on who your partner is though. With in both scenarios, yeah, yeah, that's so, true. yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> you get that bad partner, and uh, whoo. 
Yeah, that's no good. <laughs> uh, so anyway, well, yeah. and in both in both departments, it's helpful to have a fucking partner that can improve your game. Uh, hell yeah, yeah. Maybe give you a couple tips, you know. And uh, one, you really want it to be a female, and the other, not so much. Uh, it, de- it it depends, uh, you know. It, no, that was just a uh, joke. Don't take offense, Jessica. You're fine. <laughs> oh, you were talking about <laughs> And not that there's anything wrong with it if oh, you no, think it, otherwise. No, it's, it's fine. I've played with uh, all the ladies that have been in the, in the MGA, and they're all stellar. Uh, you know what? It, it's about having it's, a good time. It's all attitude. Right? I don't care who the hell you are. Uh, it I, doesn't make a difference at all. It, if you show up and you're there to have a good time, and uh, uh, one of the worst uh, times I ever had golfing was when I was playing Dove Valley, and uh, it was Matt and his wife, and uh, they put me with a. They added some club member guy, and so and if this ever happens to you, you you have permission to kill the guy. So we're on like the 13th or 14th hole, and the cart girl comes by, and uh, she goes, "You need anything?" And I go, "Yeah, I'm gonna need like four Coors Lights," and he goes, "What? Don't know this guy. Never met him other than today." And he goes, "Haven't you already had like eight? Now, first of all, I was pissed off because he was right. And second of all, what the hell is he How, counting yeah, for? Yeah, why is he is counting? He fucking beer police? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I didn't, I didn't G- drive here. Gee whiz, Pa. Care? Yeah. Like, what? I'm like, what, what are you, buzzkill? And I gave him an MGA card because, you know. <laughs> yeah, because we want, we, we want him around. We need a token douchebag? Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. That's but, uh, but yeah, that was the, one of the worst experiences. That's where I, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask since Eric's here is, uh, you're you're definitely a medio, so uh-huh. uh, you got a, a, a best kind of situation or funny story that happened on the course, or? Um, well, yeah, I've been playing about three years and completely self-taught. Oh, now it about, all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. We're yeah you talk about the, it all came together. <laughs> you talk about the Facebook and the YouTube video. I, I'm, I'm, I'm those still balls doing are going forward. You're I'm doing still, great. I'm still doing that stupid shit. So I, I think my all-time worst moment, I think it's hole four at Awatuki Sorry Country about that. Club. It's about a 150-yard par three with water on three sides of it. And I was, I'd been playing about six months and I stood on that fucking tee, and I wasn't fucking leaving until I got the ah. ball in the green. I put 11 balls in the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, that, that goes with my, uh, the, the first time I ever broke a club was I was playing Hunter Ranch in Paso Robles, California. Uh, and the signature hole there, I think it's 11 or 12. It's your, you hit a, it's par four, you land on a level spot, and then you got to over water to an island green. And, I mean, you drive by the, on the 46 freeway, you drive by it every time you go that way. And you just, I'm, I don't know about you guys, I'm, I'm a golf guy to where I just, I, I take the uh, 303 to Northern just so I can drive by Falcon Dunes to look at it. Right. Uh, and so I would always look at that course. And uh, back in those days, Hunter Ranch was probably three or four times more expensive than the other courses in Paso Robles. So playing there was like birthday time. So mm-hmm. the first time I ever played there, uh, I had it sprung for me by, as a gift. And so I hit my ball, I'm pretty sure it's 12 now. But anyway, hit my ball perfectly centered down the middle, which, you know, back in those days, that was I went over the trees to the left and it came right back into the middle of the fairway like you're supposed to. Uh, and so I'm sitting perfect uh, pitching wedge, put that thing right in the water, went down, took my drop. Now it's a lob wedge. So I put that one in the water, lob wedge, put that in the water. Uh, just continue that a few more times and I have to keep saying it. 
So I finally get mad and, and I'm, I'm going just like you. Mm -hmm. I'm going over this freaking water. Yeah. I'm not taking the drop zone. I'm going over. Yeah. So I went and grabbed my pitching wedge because I'm just going to hit it off the back mountain that's behind the hole and I'll go from there. Uh, and so I take the pitching wedge and duffed it in the water. And in mid-swing, as I had a pole cart, uh, swinging the club at the pole cart, wanting to snap it, I went, this isn't your lob wedge. You love your pitching wedge. Why are you breaking your pitching wedge? And uh, long story short, I had to buy a new pitching wedge. Oh. Hmm. Have you ever, uh, have you ever ruined the, uh, like, the, the golf invite that, you know that everybody dies for right like the uh you you meet a guy or you know a guy that finally you know he's a member of a club or whatever it is finally you get the invite some sort of private course type situation yeah whatever it is you you get that invite and you're like oh man don't fuck this up and then naturally you go out there and and you know either become the drunk asshole or <laughs> i wouldn't know anything about that i it, it so so i worked um Worked for a company a number of years ago that that uh, we ended up getting bought out by a big corporation and, and stuff like that. But when we were a, a private company, uh, just local here in in Phoenix area, um, the CFO of the company, uh, part owner, at those there was like four owners. You know, you had the you had the actual owner owner guy, and then you had like the COO that was partner and CFO and and uh, HR partner. And um, <clears throat> CFO caught wind that I was a golfer, and he was he was cool. He was he was a he was a all right dude. And by golfer, you mean you own a set of clubs, yeah, right? Meaning I, I, I golf in my uh, in my downtime, right? Like that's my hobby. So uh, I had golfed with him maybe once or twice. Like he had to kind of feel me out. Like we, we played charity tournaments and stuff in in our business and the car business. You you play a lot of charity golf tournaments, um, and so. So he kind of like tested the waters there, you know, found out, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm a decent enough guy, you know, good enough hang, right? Like I, he invites me to, he does this annual uh, like marathon golf day with his buddies. Like he invited me to his buddy trip up in, uh, up in Sedona. It was like, it's one of those things, dead of summer, it's like August, something like that, hotter than hell down here. And, uh, and he's like, oh my gosh, it's an annual thing. We do it every year. They sell this deal. It's like a hundred bucks, and you go out there to Sedona Country Club, whatever the, you know the one. Um, I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's like you know you got all the Red Rocks. Yeah. It's not the it's not Seven Canyons, right? It's okay. not it's not private, but it's the oh Sedona Golf Resort. That's what it is. It's it's the one that you and I would play if we go up there. Um, it's for the pores. Yeah, but it's hundred bucks, unlimited golf. And, he, oh. and and they're the dew sweeper guys like they're in there they're the first tee time it's an annual thing and he's like we got room for one more if you want to go with us this year and i'm like hell yeah dude fucking cfo of the company's like <laughs> yeah hey you want to come to the the buddy trip i'm gonna be awesome and i'm like yeah it's gonna win me so many favors <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i'm in right so i i book a hotel i bring the whole family right i'm like tell mrs average like you and the kids hang out in the pool whatever do whatever and uh, I'm going to go play golf all day, right? Like, it's, he goes, we, it's a, like a competition. We try to see how many holes we can get in. We're the first tee time, and we play until we can't play anymore. What he didn't tell me was that they also do, like, a beer hole. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm familiar. <laughs> like, like uh, I show up, and he breaks out. He's got, like, one of those um, uh, Tupperware, like, containers, like a bin full of cigars, 
and they got flasked and they got you know they're loading up they they all kind of and i'm like damn dude i didn't know the freaking cfo you know yeah, he, like this guy parties yeah he knows how to and i'm like all right cool and so beer cart shows up and i'm like yeah load me up as many as and and just keep them coming when we're every time you see us just load us up so we get through we get through 36 holes and then and i'm i'm like freaking trashed at this point already but they're like we're going again let's go okay look you know we're going back on one and i think i made it from what i can remember i made it to the second hole and i was like falling out of the golf cart i'm riding with him oh yeah. he's driving that's a good sign i'm falling out of the golf cart i'm just i i'm i'm that guy right they have to literally call a cab because mrs average had dropped me off at the course and she was supposed to pick me up when i called her later you know that kind of thing and you were incapable of doing such they had to call me a cab and like drive all the like one person had to volunteer driving back to the you know look dump me into a cab with make sure my clubs get in the trunk you know that whole thing tell them what hotel i'm staying at and everything and and other than the uh, occasional email about the financials or whatever, like never heard from the guy again. <laughs> never, never fucking called. Never did. Never. Nope. 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 <laughs> that that was it. And it was one of those things where I constantly like, why did I have to be that guy? You know. So I've ruined. I've ruined that. Uh, I've only gotten that kind of invite once. You know. Um, aside from. Rachel and Mitch are our members at a uh-huh. at a uh, country club in in California that um, was so when I was a kid like they still live in the same neighborhood that that I grew up in not like the immediate neighborhood but the same general neighborhood where we grew up when we were kids and our dad was a, a self-employed contractor that contracted to one company for like his whole life like he he just he contracted the same company um, and that guy that ran that company was a member at this country club. And it was one of those things, you know, I've said it on previous podcasts about, uh, my dad basically treating golf. Like, yeah, it's for, it's for douchebag guys like, like that, you know, mm-hmm. not, it's not for us. We're, we're working class, right? Eric's, Eric's taken off to go grab yeah. another beer. He's got to reload. Bad planning on his part. <laughs> it's like he doesn't have hey, a fridge in his Hey, truck. you might want to grab more than one. So... So they're members at this club now, right? Like it was this, it was what we looked up to, like, like, you know, this country club that was adjacent to where we lived was for the not working class people. It was for, you know, the uh, executives, right? And so the fact that Rachel and uh, and Mitch are, are members there is, and I've had the opportunity to play there on a number of times. Every time I go back to visit them, they always are, are gracious enough to... Uh, take me out to to waste a guest spot on you yeah yeah and it's one of those things where even still like i've been golfing for a lot of years i'm not any good but i i know the kind of general etiquette now Uh, and and even still showing up at their private course i'm like oh man uh so i'll drink a couple of beers maybe but (laughs) i'm not you know i'm not that guy it but it's always Uh, a good time it would be fun to listen to mitch tell the story of uh loading you into a taxi to send you home no, because I I'm not gonna do that to them <laughs> at their at their course. Like that's that's not a thing. Um, I got I got too much respect for uh, 
It, it, it would have been different. It, you know, that story I told about the Sedona thing, if it would have been like their club or some yeah. shit like that, I, I would not have, I would not have been that guy. It was, the way it was explained to me was we set out to do, kind of like we did on my birthday uh-huh. at Bandon, like we're going to play, we're going to golf until we can't golf anymore. And we ended up playing what? Uh, 45 holes. 45 goal. holes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, daylight stopped us. That's true. Well, we got a kind of a late start too because we didn't. Well, we played the uh, preserve and then went and had breakfast and then had to wait for our tea time. And then after that, it was full yeah. I think our, it our, was full send after that. I think our tea time was like ten thirty or yeah. something abandoned. But yeah, if we would have started at at dawn, we could have yeah. gotten in a lot more holes. Uh, abandoned well. doesn't let you have first tea time until ten o'clock because they usually have a marine layer that time of year. So right, uh, that's what led to my tea time of ten o'clock. Which is way better than these, you know, seven o'clock. So what's your, like to do. what's your most embarrassing? Uh, most embarrassing. Um, do you have a red key? I do not have a red key. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. I hope I never get a red key. I, I don't mind being mediocre to pathetic. I just don't want to be totally abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know, uh, every year, every year, our chapter gets a little bit better. Like it gets harder yeah. and harder to win a check yeah. in our chapter. And getting the red key nowadays, like there's, and I'm not saying I'm good by any stretch, but I've always felt pretty immune to the whole red key thing. And lately, there's been plenty of times where I'm out there going, "Holy smokes, man! I, I'm in yeah, danger." Yeah, the score of, that gets uh, it is coming down. The score. It used to be like when my first year, I noticed it was like 130 and up. Yeah. Now it's down around 110, 115. One, yeah. Can get so it. you're definitely in danger of that yeah. if you're. If you're like me and you just have a bad day, that's you're, yeah. you, you get it. Uh, the red key I have actually uh, was Les Saxon uh, didn't have room on his trophy wall anymore for for any more of the so red he keys. It to you? So he just gave it to me, and he's all, "Hey, the next time you get a meltdown, send me that." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> we, we can do that." Because uh, meltdown's my thing. Yeah, uh, I really love. Uh, uh, we usually, because we're shotgun start, so I start on the back, and then I got three or four holes that I play lights out, and then I'm feeling confident, so I completely, you know, but that, play the front nine. That's not necessarily well. a true meltdown, right? He just does the back nine and front yeah. nine, no matter where you start it. Yeah. So it's it is it's yeah. it's, so it's front nine, back nine on the card. Yeah. yeah. On the card. You, you so, could yeah. start. You could start on ten. Yeah. 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 And it would be reverse. And I've had those rounds. I think yeah. um, two years ago at the last gasp, I. Or, I don't know. I don't know if it was the last gas. Um, I shot a 50 on my front. I shot a 50 on my on the front and a 38 on the back. It was one of those things. Which like is the I, reverse meltdown. Yeah. Reverse, like yeah. fucking you got a reverse two, meltdown, but two on the over card, on the back. But on the card, is a meltdown. Yeah. 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 I think that's what I did in uh, Prescott at the Prescott Country Club is I shot a 38 on the front and a 50-something on the back. And it was, I'll blame Driftmeyer on that. Uh, his group was in front of us and... Uh, they were six holes behind us when we made the turn, or they were six holes behind their group. You guys are all sitting in the clubhouse, uh, you know, having your powwow, adding up scorecards, and you come over and scream at me because I'm teeing off on ten with four holes to right. play. And I'm like, <laughs> the group in front of us hasn't moved at all. They're, they're, they're still in the middle of the fairway. There's no one in front of them. Now, would you rather, would you rather be paired up in the slow group like, would you rather be paired with slugs? I think being in the slow group is probably better than following the slow oh, yeah. group if you're going no there. Because you can just chill in the cart. You know? No, I was I was doing a total, like, would you rather thing. Would you rather be paired in the slow group 
or be paired with somebody that doesn't know how to count. Ooh, that's now see that's good. See the slow group, I feel I can actually uh, kind of pep them up a little bit and kind of hey let's go let's go to where it wouldn't be completely horrible. Where when I'm when I have been paired with people that yeah write me down for a six. I'm like you haven't even hit the green in six yet. Settle down. You four putted. How the what the hell are you right. talking about? Uh, and I don't really keep track of the people's scores that closely until I hear one of those. But it of, grinds of, on you. That was a five, yeah. and you're going, that was not You're a like, motherfucker, five. I had a five, and yeah, it was the I, best hole I yeah, played yeah, all day. I, I had a five, and I drained a 30-footer. <laughs> right. You were still in the fairway after hitting four. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would much rather not have to police the situation although it's it's funny i'm sure people i played with are just going oh that guy's a dick he's a freaking rule nazi uh yes i am uh just play by the rules it's not that right uh i mean there i think there's you know fudge area so to speak but well, I'd, I'd, well, you hit it six times you hit it six times you hit it ten times you I'm, hit it ten I'm times. guilty of it all the time I, I will i will always ask for a ruling even if it's something like i kind of know the answer to I'll ask for somebody in the group, oh, hey, I, I want never. a ruling on this. Just, you know, I'm on a sprinkler, so you can see I'm on a sprinkler, yeah. or, or hey, this drain uh, I, here, yeah, what, I will whatever. never adjust my Somebody that's for it. The, the, yeah. the rest of the group needs to all agree that what you're doing is legal. Yeah. Or, and, and then or that way, if, if, you're, if you're wrong, you got some defendability on that. Or if it's questionable, if it's like, you know, you got that, uh, it's not a road, but it's a service driveway that goes, you know, uh, down the side of one hole. There's yeah. no white stakes, but you're like across the asphalt over, and yeah. you're you're going, hey, uh, am I playing this? Yeah. What 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 are we doing here? Because I don't want to be accused of uh, interpreting the rules liberally, or you know, like, I don't even think it's the accusation as much as I just don't want to be the one cheating, basically. Right. Well, uh, I cer- I certainly don't want to cheat, but I'd at, rather at, have the other three players agree that what I'm doing is legit. Even if I even then, if I know in my heart wholeheartedly that that I what I'm doing is okay I need the rest of the group to be like well how, how many no, times have, I, allow it. have I landed in ground under repair and just went I'm gonna play it from here because I just don't feel comfortable well taking and the, that's one of those things with ground under repair it is oh it's it, totally is legal it marked to it. is yeah. it marked oh if it's marked even I will well, if, if no, I it, have a shot I'll it, play it if it's marked it's marked and there's no there's not even a question but then that you get those guys I'm sure you've had those guys I I, I I'm not going to name any names, but there's guys in our oh, I can in, ballpark it. <laughs> in our chapter. They'll be like, "No, that's ground under repair." Yeah, that's great. Well, no, you think that's ground yeah, that's, under repair? That's just a shitty lie. Uh, that's like, what's that's, called four people landed here already, and that those yeah. are divots. And no, that's yeah, a fucking you're divot. You yeah, hit it out of yeah. the divot. Right. Yeah. That's that's the age old debate is what you know, and and the pros have been pushing oh, yeah, on this for, I for years. I think that's the dumbest rule in golf. Of you got to play it from you got to play it out of the divot. At the same time, that's how. But it is what rule. it is. It's so, part of the course. So you know when you're. So, so you talked about the guys shading their scores. What's what's because we've had, I've had that a couple times where there's a guy in the group shading the scores, and my attitude's been, look, it's on him. I, don't, I ain't the fucking score. Nazi. No, see, see, and that's part and of the that, problem. That is, that and is a big. I'm issue. not pointing the finger at you, and I don't want you to name any names on yeah. a uh, internationally broadcast uh, I uh, podcast. Yeah. But, <laughs> but. Uh, if you're that guy that's like, uh, you know, they're playing their own game and fuck it, whatever, mm-hmm. you're part of the problem. Yeah. You have to, it doesn't matter, you're not, he could be He could be beating you by 30 strokes and you still need to, like, listen, keep him honest. I mean, yeah. that's one of those things. Especially if it's somebody that has a problem with. Yeah, it, that was one of our It'd be issues. one thing if it was an honest mistake, like, 
you know, some somebody that we know, it, Gary Williams, for example, yeah. it, it comes up and goes, oh, yeah, no, I had a par. And you're like, oh, uh, that one you hit OB off the tee. Because I do that all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm I've like, oh, man, that was yeah. a great hole. He just oh, forgot. shit, I shanked oh, that one yeah. off the tee. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a double. It's a double bogey. Yeah, that, Sorry, to me, it's not a par. That's not, you're not intentionally cheating. You you did the right thing and completely forgot about your shitty shot. Yeah. But then there, when you got done, you forgot to score. There is nothing that's, wrong with reminding the yeah. person you're playing with, like, Oh, uh, remember how you duffed that chip? Yeah, that was that counts. Yeah. You know, and, and I am phenomenal. You don't have to be an asshole about chips it. because I don't like I, I duff chips all the time and try to forget them so I don't duff the next one. And so that's I, I've done that many times. Where all up, you, you think that was a par on that par five, but it was a six. Can remember how you hit that first chip three feet? It, it's like damn it, I did. <laughs> especially with as much alcohol as we're consuming on the course, right? Uh, like I, I don't know what you're talking. I, about. I take it. I take it where I'm not necessarily. I'm not trying to be a dick. Like oh, listen, you're trying to uh, cheat, and I'm going to tell you what you really shot. It's like oh, realistically, dude, they're not taking it as a friendly reminder of. You know, it really felt like you got a seven, right? And you said five, and if they don't. You know, count back, and you know, you know, you got to know it's a seven, really, or at least a six, or at least go, uh, huh, man? I, yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking yeah. it was more like a seven, and, and you know? give yeah. them the opportunity to rethink what they're saying. And I think the majority of guys in the league, all you know, I, I'm for sure one of those guys of, oh shit, I did hit that one, you know, off the house, and it didn't come back, even though in my head I thought it came back, so I took a drop and took my two strokes, but I don't but, count them. You know what, though? It, we've lost guys out of the chapter. Um, I Well, I, I, for one, know that I cost oh, a yeah. chapter a member <laughs> because I held, the first time they came out and played a tournament with us, I was paired with him, and he was... I'm not going to say it was inten- like he was intentionally cheating, like trying to, but it was one of those things where, wrong. yeah, he was like, in his head, oh, that doesn't count, that, do-, you know, and I'm going, no, dude, you had a, you had this, you had this, you had this, and he didn't like that I was keeping him honest the whole round, we never saw him again, mm-hmm. but on the one hand, it's like, yeah, I cost you know, some I, I cost our chapter a member, but, but at cost, the same time, is that somebody that? we really Do you want? want? Yeah, yeah, no, a yeah. huge headache at the same time. Uh, when people start the chapter, typically the the, the one thing I run into because I, I get paired up with a lot of new members typically just because I'm the welcome police, I guess. Uh, and you know, oh, that's good. I'm picking it up. I'm like no, no, the, no, 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 no. The thing is, when we get new members. If they can hang with you, we put them with you. Because if they can hang with you, if they you, put up with you, then, then yeah, he, they then they hang. belong, yeah. right? If they survive, yeah. if they survive a moon dog All round right. for their, it's a skin thickness test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's it's a uh, we'll put you with Mooney and, yeah. and see how you yeah. do. Oh, he's gonna be a good time. <laughs> and then that's how you end up with. Uh, yeah, uh, you say you you've only had one guy quit because of you. I could I I name a few for me. <laughs> well, I I could name I could name probably others. I I, I know of one specifically that uh, swears that they don't want to join <laughs> next year yeah. because I don't like them, and yeah, which, which is, is I don't know where that's coming from yeah. because I never voice those words, and I don't I don't even think I uh, carry I'll, myself I'll, that way. I like them just fine. I think a lot <laughs> of the guys, you know, because during the tournament I'm you know happy go lucky, fun loving, whatever, uh, drunk, however, whatever synonym you want to use, uh, but. Post tournament, it's like okay, well, I got to figure out skins. I got to make sure whips not fucked up. I got to help this. I got to help that. And then people want to come up and chat with you, and that's where this, I'm sure, came from. Yeah, they want to come up and chat and ask you questions. You're like, 
Look, man, I'm trying it to is. add up somebody who just shot a 205, and <laughs> I keep getting lost at 60. So hold on. It's it's hard. It's hard to, and and that's why. Like I've I've asked John um, a lot of times. Like, hey, man, uh, put somebody that I've never golfed with in my group because I don't get the opportunity. Most tournaments, I don't get the opportunity to mingle after the round, you know, have mm-hmm. some beers with the guys, do this or that, because I'm so engrossed in doing whatever it is I'm doing after the tournament. And that's like that, my first year. I got to know everybody so well because I did that. And then, you know, the, the, the next couple of years, I started helping you guys doing the things. And, I mean, there's like Eric, when I saw him tonight, I'm going, damn, what the hell's his name? And, you know, it took me a second. I, I would have never got the last name, just full full disclosure. Well, <laughs> I've had I've had those encounters too. Uh, I've had them here. Like I, I've been I've been uh, walking up uh, walking up the stairs to the upper deck and had had people walking the other direction downstairs yell out, "Hey, average!" You know, and I look over and they're waving at me, and I'm like, "Hey, you!" Like <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know. Like I have no idea who you are. But hey, man, good to see you. Great to see you. <laughs> I have, I got nothing, you know. Turns out, uh, if we've met, and I believe we have, if you know my name, I was probably drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the over/under is pretty much going to be on drunk. Yeah. So and, and take the over. So so if you're listening to this, and if you've met me before, and I give you the thousand-yard stare the next time I see you, don't take it personal. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I, yeah. I, I'm an international podcast <laughs> celebrity. Yeah. Like I can't be. Yeah. I can't be bothered with uh, <laughs> you know the little people. Like <laughs> uh, the irony of that. Yeah. yeah, the irony. <laughs> uh, one of these days. One of these days. It's gonna. The, the, the man with little to no ego is talking. <laughs> shit. Well, there, there's what like typically sixty to seventy in every tournament. Uh, we're we're right. We're we're right around the 60 mark is our is our kind of I'd say 60 and of that 60 there's probably 20 people that I have relatively no clue cuz I, I was going to say after after 2 years and I think I've missed two or three tournaments in 2 years so I have played most of them I probably haven't been paired up with two thirds of the of the group I've right. never met you know so unless I've sat at their table afterwards right. yeah I, I've never met them yeah. yeah, and that and that is tough because because John John does the pairings and I know how he does it. He hits the random button, right? Like in the in the uh, MGA. And sorry for all you non MGA people, you need to join up so you know what the hell we're talking about. But in the MGA website, when he goes to set up the tournament and make the pairings, he goes, "Okay, we got sixty players registered." He goes random pairing, and then scrambles all the. And he goes, "All right, well." Average needs to be in front because I need to get in. You need to so get done we, and get do in. collect scorecards, do skins, do all that kind of stuff. He likes to be in the second group because he also has stuff to do. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't like being first out. He's done that, but he, it's there's too much pressure and anxiety that builds because he's got to hurt all the cats before the tournament, and then he's racing. Yeah, he needs so that extra five. He needs minutes. that extra yeah, a few minutes to get himself in the right headspace to hit his first shot, but. So he he moves a couple of people around, and then believe it or not, <laughs> there's a list of people <laughs> yeah. 
that, that I'm not playing with this guy. That say I'm, I don't play with this guy. I don't play with this guy. This guy says, oh, I certainly won't play with that guy. And I wonder how many how many people have me on their list. Yeah, Whip won't show us the list. I want to see the list too. <laughs> but there's he's there's a little bit of politics that go in there where he's like, oh, I can't put them together. Yeah. You know that they kind of thing. Got to separate. But that for group. the most part, it really is kind of random. Um, you know, there there is no. I think the uh, the fu he does he does really cater a lot to requests because it's generally on Father's Day. Yeah, and so you got so uh, there's, there's father son groups. You're you're in for you sure. You got the Cosolinos that are playing together. You know, you got uh, oh, Williams, uh, Gus Gus uh, Duncan, and yeah. and other Gu- Gus. I think they're to five Gus Duncan five. Is oh. the, <laughs> there's so many Gus Duncans in that family? That, uh, you know, you got you got dynamics they found like that. Name they, they like they stuck with it. Yeah. What do you want? I mean, it's a great name. I wish I was named. I'm changing my changing name, to name to yeah. Gus Duncan. It'll be the Gus Minute. <laughs> what you talking about, Gus? Um, but no, there it, it is. There's he. It's random for the most part, and then he has to move a couple of things around, and then and then you always have the one guy that's like. Oh man, I got to go to the Suns game, or I got to go to the Cardinals yeah. game, or whatever. I like, I want to be. So he's got to move him to, you know. Well, so. One thing I've been curious: if, if we have sixty going out, that's fifteen foursomes, right? Why don't they spread them out over fifteen holes instead of doubling up? Because you're backed up. Oh, that's immediately. the course. That's the course that's the course doing course. that because yeah. they're going. Look, we're going to reserve a block for your group, but we're not going to reserve the whole goddamn course for you. They're basically right. giving us the back nine. So they're play. saying we're going to put you out A and B groups, but then we still have to sell all these other tee times because they are generally giving us a deal on yeah. the on the rate, right? And there's so much demand that you tie up those holes longer. I Meaning we are immediately backed up when you start. When yeah, the whistle but blows, it's you're something, and I and I am not a uh, uh, golf course GM by any stretch. I've never yeah. had to do that, but. I do understand if they go, okay, they've done, they've figured that out. Because it's pretty much every course. It's not yeah. one course in particular. They go, okay, we can tie up the back nine for the morning. We can sell all the tee times for the front nine. These guys will be through yeah, by the time, you know. Once we finish 18, all those tee times that started on one are, you know, at worst, we're running up against them and they don't give a crap about us. Right. It's And then the back nine, once they're done, they're done. So, and we're off the back nine by the time you get there, usually. Yeah. So, um, I asked people to write in to ask Average Claws for uh, their. Uh, yeah. And did you get any Average Claws? You know, I'm still rifling through the mail. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so that's a no. <laughs> no, no, we had lots, lots, and lots of write-ins from all of our many listeners across the globe. So four write-ins, okay. Um, there was a. Uh, I I want to kind of. Hey, speaking of, does Yellowknife know who Santa Claus is? I mean, they're right there. They've probably met him. Yeah, you know. I think I think Huey's going for the uh, the Santa Claus Award this year. He's got the uh, pretty sweet beard going on, and it's filling in nice and white. Nice. So, uh, Huey, if you're listening, I think you're the uh, the the lone the, the Canadian. One Canadian. <laughs> you're our international <laughs> listener. Please don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah. have to, I'll have to uh, change my uh, title. Tell, tell your friends, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, uh, apparently Spotify goes <laughs> to the Great White North, so, you know. Um, but no, there was lots of write-ins. Lots and lots and lots of write-ins. But a few that I don't know if I can really uh, read 
Um, I'd have to edit some things. There's some anonymity that I'm worried about. But um, there was a gentleman named John that uh, wrote in that was asking with an uh, H in the John. Mm, or no? I'm not. Well, that might give it away <laughs> if I if I if I do the spelling. But basically, John is um, he's asking Average Clause uh, for some new golf uh, associates, right? Like he's. He's bored at home. He's uh, apparently retired. He uh, watches his grandkid a couple days a week. And uh, he said, Average Claus, um, I have this injury to my wrist, and uh, it's really affecting uh, my Pornhub uh, habit during, I think, during I think the it's week. An addiction because I've, yeah. I've already figured out who it is. I, I've had I've had to change I've had to change hands. He, he don't wake up at five a.m. for no reason. Uh, you're assuming you know who we're talking about. He, he may not even, we may not even know who this is. You know, he may just be a random listener, but um, he didn't say where he was from. All I got was first name John. But uh, apparently this wrist injury of his is really affecting his golf game because he has had to switch hands with his uh, Pornhub addiction and he's developed calluses <laughs> on his other hand. Uh, apparently he's that active on uh, on that website. So, uh, John, I will uh, I will see what I can do um, about getting you um, some sort of lotion, maybe. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll see what we can do. And uh, also with the the, the new golf association, uh, Astro Glide in your stocking. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll see what we can do, John. But uh, in the meantime, you just. Uh, Maybe maybe try Crisco or uh, you know extra virgin olive oil or something. But um, I'm trying to think, let me rifle through here and see who else uh, see who, see who else wrote us. In the meantime, uh, talk amongst yourselves while I. Oh, well, that was kind of on the spot. <laughs> no, pre- hey, hey. no pressure. Hey, you, you got know, copious you notes. Know, I've been, uh, you know, so uh, a lot of the. I, I told a story today at work that is uh, my Hill Beach story, and uh, that's why I kind of, since Eric is here, I kind of keep asking him uh, dumb little, you know, what anecdotes do you have from the course, uh, things that happen to you. My my story is going to be, uh, uh, you, you mentioned the CFO, and so my general manager took me to Pebble Beach in 2019. He played Spanish Bay and Pebble Beach. I played phenomenal, as you guys all know. Uh, that was, I was 14, 15 under par, I forget. Uh, but on uh, in Spanish Bay, we are coming up uh, number 13. And uh, I also, like I said earlier, I played uh, Hunter Ranch quite a bit, living in Paso Robles. And so our caddy had actually worked at Hunter Ranch in Paso Robles. So I kind of knew him from a standpoint of we knew mutual people. And so, uh, you know... As things happen, I, I kind of drink a few beers during the round, and no. the boss is buying, and I got nowhere to be, so I might be, I don't know, five, ten beers deep. <laughs> on uh, the front uh, By the turn. <laughs> and so we're on, I think, 13 at Spanish Bay. It's a uphill par four. And uh, it, when you're playing uh, Pebble Beach area, any of those courses, if you get a caddy, you can get a, the two caddy where they uh, actually drive a cart, and their both bags are... Uh, strapped to the cart and then he grabs whatever club you're supposed to get and measures it and takes you up there and uh 
or, or you can get my my recommendation if you're going to go waste, I shouldn't say waste, spend the money on Pebble Beach, just go full single caddy. Uh, that's the way to go. Right. Well, if you're going to uh, spend all that same, money. I'd do the same thing if we did Bandon again. I'd go full single caddy. And yeah. Just, uh, Dude, you're already out shit tons of money. Yeah, you might as well I mean, just. The amount of money, you might as well just walk on the board. Holy smokes. Yeah, that wouldn't be the average minute without some... Yeah, uh... yeah we, we, we're almost having a clean <laughs> clean, clean shot. God That's damn good. it. Uh, so anyway, at Spanish Bay on like 13 or 14, uh, I've been, uh, you know, witty banter with my caddy for a little bit and sitting about 185 out. It's an uphill uh, par four, uh, you know, sitting middle of the fairway. Uh, it's Kikuya grass, which is uh, Kikuya grass is a very mossy type grass that actually kind of sits more above the actual surface of the ground. It doesn't really like root in really strong. Uh, it's you know just just think of you know hitting in some ser serious moss. Believe it or not, I've actually played Spanish Bay. Uh, so the caddy comes over and he brings me a seven iron from 180, and I said, No, I I can't hit a seven iron that far. I, I'm I'm 180 out. I need to hit a five iron. He's all, No. You're laying up because you got to carry that bunker, and if you carry that bunker, you can't stop it. Well, I am the king of the cut shot at this point, so I know damn well I'm going to hit a five iron, and I'm going to cut it, and it's going to stop. There's no way I'm rolling off the back because I've never played here before, so what does the caddy know? <laughs> yeah, what's the caddy know? And so he just kept saying, no, you're doing this, and I just like, no, you go get me my five iron. You, you fucked up. Go get me my five right. iron. And he said, no, and again, we had the witty banner going on, and he goes... You're hitting a seven iron, and that's the end of it. And Did I go, he break every other club in your bag? Oh uh, yeah, pretty much. He, he, yeah, all my other clubs were snapped. No, so he gives me the seven iron, and I'm just looking at him like, you know what? Fuck you then. Hold my beer and watch this shit. Yes, I did say that 100%. I handed the caddy that I just met that day, which again, mutual friends, but I handed him my beer and I said, hold my beer and watch this shit with every intention of I'm taking a seven iron 180 because I've done that once maybe, but it was by accident. Out of a bunker. Out of a bunker, yeah. yeah. And so I set up and all the guys are standing there because we're, you know, I'm first guy to hit basically. So they're all standing there. And I got my boss, I got my buddy Matt, who's the director of parts at work, and then the, the boss's buddy, who's, I guess, some sort of financial important guy. So CFO, let's call him that. And so I'm sitting there going, I am just gonna crank this seven iron and show this guy what's up. And so I took the most hellacious uh, DeChambeau times 10 swing at this ball. Kyle Bircher. And I hit it so freaking pure and so freaking hard that we all went, where'd the ball go? And then we looked down, I had topped the ball so hard that I punched it into the ground <laughs> to where it went subterranean about two to three feet and popped back up. Dug a tunnel. And that is a much better story than if I'd actually would have made the freaking <laughs> Right, yes, right. Because my boss will tell that at least every six months I walk into the tower and he's like, oh, Here's Mooney. Let me go ahead and explain to how he golfs, and he starts telling the story. Right. Like, because I, I mean, I not complete redneck, but the hold my beer and watch this shit was that was a yeah. that was the epic shot of golf to do well, that who afterwards. Can, who can take a full swing and hit zero feet? Uh, I, uh, that I, takes. I, I, I've done that a lot. Whoa! I said two feet. Settle down. Oh, it went two feet. Okay. <laughs> uh, net zero. Uh, net zero. It went yeah, two yeah, feet. Yeah. It did go underground. Yeah. <laughs> subterranean. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, I'm going to pause us real quick because I have to uh, use the facilities. And uh, we'll be right back after this. And we're back. 
Ooh. and I'll I'll try to uh, potty, not potty break over. Yeah, I'll try not to blow up the microphone anymore this episode. Uh, but uh, I I did not use the facilities just for those of you keeping score. Uh, you know, when you have a prostate the size of a grapefruit, <laughs> like I do, uh, uh, the urgency is there. Well, I still I, have pretty good flow though. For well, I uh, went and had a, I had a. Uh, experimental surgery where I put an extra balloon actually in my stomach, which is why my uh, uh, stomach oh, swells like I'm that, full of beer. Is that it's, why you're so actually, distended? Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's what that is. It's not... That's the word of the day, yeah, by the way. It's not it's fat. Distended. So, um, so back to the mailbag we go uh, with all this uh, North Pole uh, average clause mail. We got a uh, gentleman... Uh, okay, so for anonymity's sake, we'll just you know, use the initials DC. Uh, DC writes in and says, "Average clause uh, with Title 42 ending, you know, and the massive influx over the southern border uh, and all kind of traffic coming in, uh, people and other types of uh, goods and products coming across the border. Uh, I would really like a new fentanyl test kit uh, because, you know, reasons. I I have, uh, you know." Uh, medicine that I need to test for fentanyl, and uh, I thought if, that's why you got a condo south of the border, though. Uh, oh wait, never mind. I don't know who it is. We don't know who this <laughs> is. We're just using uh, the initials DC uh, for anonymity's sake. Uh, DC would like a new fentanyl test kit for uh, you know medicinal purposes. Um, so there's that. I'll see what I can do, DC, about uh, taking care of a fentanyl test kit. Uh, your, uh, you know medicine. what? I, I'm gonna Google or you know look search for it on Amazon. It'll it'll be there Monday. Uh, they probably uh, they probably sell it on Wish. Yeah. If you're <laughs> <laughs> if you order it on Wish, uh, it'll it'll be here Monday. Uh, Amazon, you got to jump through a couple more hoops. Um, what else we got? Um, oh, gentleman by the name of uh, Les writes in. Asking average clause for a new keychain because apparently uh, his is all full up with red keys, and uh, you know he can't fit any more on there. So he would like a new uh, before the next MGA season would like a new keychain uh, for all the red keys he's going to be collecting. So uh, I'll see what I can do there, Les, about getting you uh, getting you a new keychain for all those red keys. Uh, I so. also think that uh, maybe a uh, tattoo will just eliminate that problem. Uh, there is that. If you go, if you go six in a row, yeah, uh, there's a tattoo. That, so. that is. Yeah, a rule. you just get a red key and then hash marks. <laughs> no, it's it's full. It's full tramp stamp. It's oh, giant, yeah. giant red, red key, key right right on the old tramp right, stamp, right above the uh, the old coin slot. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll see what we can do, uh, Les. So I'll talk to uh, I'll talk to my partner Santa. About getting you that new keychain. So DC, unless you guys rest easy, we, we got you. And I'll talk to D Rod's artist about getting you that tattoo. Uh, yeah. So there is that. Um, we'll see if we can get Mooks to uh, design a sweet, <laughs> <laughs> sweet red key with some flames or something. You know. <laughs> we'll make it make it manly. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's enough of the uh, average clause male. But um, in the meantime, we should uh, we should probably recap or uh, well, I guess we don't really need to recap, but we can uh, sum up, so to speak, in summation, if you will. Yeah, 
yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a minute, and I apologize again for all of the, if you've made it this far in the podcast, you've suffered through some pretty horrendous audio quality, and once again, uh, we're gonna need you to uh, get some friends to listen, and then have them get some friends to listen. We're gonna need some funds here so we can afford some real equipment and maybe a podcast studio. Uh, probably a uh, headphone mic uh, cord that's probably <laughs> I'm gonna go 18 inches longer would or, probably benefit everyone. Cause or or even wireless, yeah, maybe wireless. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not I'm not blowing up the microphone every 10 minutes when I'm reaching for a beer. Uh, you know, I'll talk to the uh, the folks at Valley Golf Center, and they got all this construction going on. Maybe we want to build a podcast studio right here. There you go. So that's always that's always a possibility. But uh, any uh, so this is the last podcast uh, before Christmas. So yeah, I, unless unless we're playing golf Saturday, which is uh, Christmas Eve. We are playing Eve. golf Saturday, which uh, sounds like a real let's just kind of uh i think you had mentioned in some some form i don't know uh doing the uh chat with the golf cart girl and you know that sort of thing and just slowly but surely yeah so i'm one together i'm I'm trying to come up with some some ways of getting content on social media for y'all because uh, this this is probably never going to turn into a video podcast. Um, well, I shouldn't say never. Uh, when we get that sweet podcast studio with the with the three cameras set up, and I got a producer and all that kind of bullshit, Wait, you'll still have radio face. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely have a face for radio. But uh, you know, back in the day, uh, you haven't been around very long. Back in the day, I used to actually do the average minute live on Facebook. Mm. And it was a thing, yeah. uh, you know. And both of those people that watched those broadcasts were. You know. uh, that's what we ought to consider also for Christmas is we can do a uh, live from uh, the average minute worldwide headquarters a uh, night before Christmas. How oh, we absolutely could. Since, well, I know. can do that on social media, but we can do a podcast. I'm uh, referring to. Uh, you could even take one of your previous average minutes that you did for your night before Christmas. Uh, you mean remake the poem? Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely do that. I mean, I'm sure it's a print button on your computer at work. No, because uh, it's... Re- but I mean, I, you got to change, you know... Yeah, I can... you got to change the names to protect the innocent. i got to make it relevant again. Yeah. Because, you know, back then, I think it was a couple of years ago, the last time I did it, yeah. so... So, in, in following you on your journey in, at Golf Tech... Yeah. Are you going to ever record him bitch-slapping your progress? Who? Your instructor. My instructor? I, the original goal when I signed up for it was to actually have my instructor come on the podcast. But it turns out uh, my instructor is like, uh, I've used Ben Stein before, but uh, we'll go Bob Newhart this time, okay. but without the sense of humor. No like, I would love to have Bob Newhart on the I show. I was going to say, that's, that's that would very be rude to run. Bob, Bob yeah. Newhart. But is if Bob Newhart didn't have a sense of humor, and he was just that guy, right? Like yeah. he He's... Uh, lethargy. I don't know if that's the right term. He's just got kind of a uh, dry, like. Uh, the, I think the way I would equate it with your guy is uh, years ago I ran a marina uh, on Lake Orville and Lake Nosmeno. And when I was on Lake Orville, I loved fishing and I would go out and fish all the time. And when people wanted to come in and talk to me about fishing, I loved talking about fishing. Uh huh. I was so burnt out on fishing at Lake Nosmeno that when people came in, I just kind of went. Why don't you go away? I don't give a crap. And I think your instructor is the 
oh, you're here for a friggin' lesson, and my guy still enjoys he actually, giving the yeah. lesson and seeing the improvement, where to him it's just, your guy is just a means to an end, this pays my bills, uh, you suck, hit the ball this way. Uh, from listening to how you've described your lessons, and with my lessons also, uh, it Golf Tech has a formula. It's 100%. Right. They've both been taught the same way, and it's just monotonous for them, uh, especially in the beginning, I'm sure, because they're just going, I've said this a million times, because they do a lot of uh, two-lesson and five-lesson sets, uh-huh. and so I'm sure it's the same redundant BS the entire time. So he just lost the spirit of yeah. going in there. I'm and just I mean, another customer. To yeah. Him. And yeah. so uh, I would assume once you uh, start reaching the point, you know, and, and I'm sure he's looking at you going, oh, damn, this guy paid for a year. I can just phone this shit in because he's locked in regardless. Right. Where my guy's like, well, he paid for 15, so I better keep him in or, you know, he won't pay for another 15. Meanwhile, we need to get your guy on the podcast. Uh, I think my guy, he uh, is also Matt's. Uh, Instructor, and I mean, he has a decent enough personality. Uh, he kind of gets my jokes, which you know, some people don't, That's believe it or not. And so, I, I think he'd be a good get to get on here. We're probably, if I'm lesson two, I'm, we're, I'm probably thinking like lesson six, seven type of thing when we start getting into that fine tuning of, and then let him just do the oh, this guy when he showed up. It was atrocious, and now all of a sudden he hits the ball, you know, decent. And again, I'm thinking five lessons down the road where I actually start hitting the ball decent. I'm, I mean, I've I've seen a major improvement to where I'm I'm motivated to practice, which is what he was really excited about today. Was I'm like, I've been to the range multiple times. I have a club at my office that I'm hitting uh, foam balls off the carpet. Uh, just blasting all the kids that are making phone calls. It's like, you know, it's a phone ball. Settle down. You'll, you'll be fine. Uh, done it at my house also. Just blasting them off my house. And, uh, where, where are we at with the simulator at the uh, First World Problem Solution? Uh, well, if you want to get into the economics of the whole situation, uh, watching car interest rates go p- over 10 uh-huh. is giving me pause to be dropping a smooth 10 G's on a simulator. Why do you got to go 10 G's? Because I want to have the cool one. I think that's aggressive. I don't think any of us, I don't think you need, especially because you're planning the outdoor unit. Uh, well, I'm, So that's I'm, a lot of I'm, money to be dropping on an outdoor unit. I, I'm, I'm back in on my uh, changing my golf cart garage completely into simulator. And then having uh, Gary put in a mini split for AC. Turns out we know a guy. For summertime usage. HVAC, yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah. then uh, Gary, I'm sure Gary will do it for nothing more than just showing up and uh, getting well, hit balls a, whenever. He's a friend of the show. I so. mean, I'll I'll give him a remote for my garage. He can just go there anytime and just uh, give me a heads up. So it's I, it's so convenient for him too. Oh yeah, you? I mean it's not out of his way. It's like <laughs> you being out it's, in Verado. It's on his way home, really. <laughs> uh, if anybody's yeah. gonna hook you up. Yes. Gary is uh, speaking of Gary, didn't he have any uh, average clause requests? Uh, you know, <clears throat> um, I might have lost that request in the, uh, well, in the, in the mail. I, I was the one who forwarded that email. So uh, what Gary had asked for is he would like an entire year of the MGA in which he doesn't have to tell you who cheated and who didn't cheat. And uh, everybody just okay. play correct. 
And I mean, it's kind of like the peace on earth, goodwill towards men <laughs> type of thing. Uh, but I mean, he, so he, he has big dreams. So is his, what I'm saying. His request is to show up. And oh, just, I'm sorry, GW, and oh. just play around a golf. <laughs> yeah, without having to yeah, be without the, having uh, stroke to be the, police. Yeah. yeah, that poor guy. Uh, nicest guy in the whole MGA, in case you haven't heard. Uh, but he gets he always gets seems to get paired with somebody uh, he, can ma- that, he can make a mean uh so the dessert that they brought to the average minute uh ugly sweater oh, party the, the thing with cherries right oh my gosh dude that was so yeah so i don't eat desserts because i'm not fat ass anymore but so yeah, i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna now. ruin it for everybody i'm gonna give the i'm gonna give the recipe live on the average live. minute oh. you heard it here first you take a tostito scoop Ooh, is that what that was yep huh it was a Tostito scoop. Huh. Dip that in chocolate, right? Like okay, you get yeah. that melting I'm, chocolate. The, the rest of it I could probably go get, get with. But. Cream cheese with sh- with uh, sugar and vanilla uh-huh. yeah. mixed in uh-huh. to kind of make it a cheesecakey kind of thing with a uh, cherry, like that yeah. cherry pie filling, but like yeah. you just take a cherry out of it. Yep, that's it. That, Simple as that. The Tostito scoop is the thing that blows my mind because that was you the get part, that you get that crunch, every, you get every, that salty. Everything else I I figured out that that part I did not. I I thought uh, Tracy was making you know pie crust from scratch and forming <laughs> it into stuff. Like they spent days, they spent yeah, days yeah, they, making yeah, all these finger yeah, yeah. food desserts. Yeah. Now it's Tostito scoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, turns out a company already does that. You don't have to. <laughs> <huh>. <laughs> uh, but those were amazing. And if we yeah. can ever get, uh, if we can ever get uh, Spotify on Gary's uh, phone, then he could listen to all of these uh, he, where we talk so highly <laughs> yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's heard an episode yet. He's asked me to do it uh, plenty of times, and every time he. I go okay. Well, let me put. I don't have time for that. And I had every, (laughs) I had every intention of cornering him at my house (laughs) at the Uh, at the the party, and and then and then guess what happened? Mekong showed up. Uh, (laughs) And it was was like, yeah, that's gonna have to wait. I I don't have I don't have the mental uh, fortitude to be able to do this right at the right at the moment. It was, man. So yeah, we'll try to we'll try to squeeze in a podcast maybe after after golf on uh, Saturday. Where are you golfing Saturday? Palmbrook. We got the uh, got we, the we sweet. do a tailgate recap. Yeah, yeah, because it's right there. We'll go to because we got Scotty Baby is going to be there. Yeah, yeah, we got the Diablo. Diablo. So if we can get Diablo on the podcast, that's going to be gold, gold, Jerry, <laughs> gold. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need to find out what's been going on with that guy because he's. Uh, he's been time, MIA for a while, long uh, time for a really, really good reason. Uh, love that guy. He's family. Oh yeah, he's family. Sure. He's he's he, you know, he's like uh, uh, my brother, kind of, and in more more senses of the word than yeah. But love that guy. But he's been uh, he's had a lot. Of, he's had a busy year. He's had a lot going on. Uh, not all of it good, but uh, we'll hear it from him. Uh, uh, the upbeat stuff. He's had a lot yeah, of stuff going sad. on. <laughs> but yeah. there's been there's been stuff that's been keeping him away. So uh, Hey, have you ever wanted to put a forty five in your mouth? No. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. And if you ever if you ever get to that point, uh, you've been talking to Mrs. Average. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it, uh, for the record, if you 
if you don't want, if you don't really want to know what Mrs. Average <laughs> thinks, don't ask her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is a life lesson, like you wouldn't believe. Because uh, turns out, if yeah. you ask my wife what she really thinks, yeah. she'll tell you what yeah. she really thinks, yeah. and that can be problematic. So, especially uh, after some drinking. Yeah, I've, I've, oh, what's hilarious? I, I invited my brother as a guest for one of the tournaments, and he's 13 years younger than me. Yeah. And Kelly was doing the cart girl thing, going mm-hmm. around and checking on everybody and, and manning the um, daily hole. Uh-huh. And she got, and we get to talking about her age, and she goes, wait a fucking minute. You're younger than him? <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> she has that way. Yes, I, I've stared down the barrel of that gun a couple times and survived. Uh, but yeah, you, if you don't want to know, don't ask. It's amazing you survived the ugly sweater party because yeah. there was after the Mekong, there was uh, uh, there was a lot of conversation. There was some I, opinion being yeah. heard. <laughs> I don't think either one of us won because I don't think either one of us remember. No, I, I don't think she does either. Yeah. So there's so, that. Uh, I only basically remembered because Jessica went, "Yeah, what were you arguing with Kelly about for?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, I don't." I remember I remember doing it the the actual what it was about no idea. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, happy holidays. I, I, I think it was more of the who loves Jessica more. Uh, that was that we was probably that was probably it. It was and, I and, know I and, know you two are dating but she's mine. Yeah. <laughs> was yeah. was kind of the sentiment uh, from what I gathered. And, and see, that's where you, you come back to that golf simulator. And it's a tough time pulling the trigger because right now is Mrs. Average moving Jessica in, and then you're coming to my house, and then we get a thirty thousand dollar golf simulator. Yeah, that, that or, could you know, that could be I that mean, could be it, it too. Because I mean, I'm, uh, I'm I'm ready to go full living room simulator. We could we could hire an in-house caddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'll get my uh, instructor to move in with us too. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll just have a yeah. we'll have a golf tech, <laughs> golf tech. branch right there <laughs> yeah. in Verado. <laughs> yeah. When we're gone, you can just teach whoever you want to teach. Yeah, just you know, here's a garage door opener. There you go. How fucking hilarious is that? A shitty golfer spending thirty thousand bucks on a simulator. <laughs> uh, so anyway, you want to call Ryan Cosolino <laughs> at golfer.com. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it happens. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Oh, I think in that scenario, I would get a thirty thousand uh, dollar for sure, the the full golf tech setup, and then have. Uh, you gotta have the it, telestrator. Have you gotta have, have the telestrator oh, to yeah, where you oh. can draw your swing plane lines. And, oh, I'd and, have the, I'd have the entire setup, and then I would have. Uh, you know, uh, my instructor talks about on course instruction all the time. And be like, oh no, you're coming to my house. Right. You're, you're, yeah, yeah. There's this two is of not, us. This yeah. is not a playing lesson. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. you're coming to my house. Uh, you're making meatloaf, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, by the way. Bring a meatloaf. <laughs> where, where, where are we at on the meatloaf? <laughs> uh, all right. So we will uh, we'll try to squeeze in a podcast uh, before Christmas, Christmas Eve. We'll do a, uh, a very average Christmas kind of happy holidays, full of good cheer, and um, any closing remark? Anything you want? Any shameless plugs you need to get in? No, no shameless plugs. Uh, did you enjoy coming to church? It, it was good. 
That's uh, good. Hit a few balls and talk a Shank lot of shit. Quite a few. Drink a few beers. Yeah. Yep. Drink. So beer. this is church. Yeah. This that's church. So yeah, I, uh, I could I could be a regular for this. Yeah. It's it's most Thursdays, right? We don't broadcast when we're not here. So if you ever show up on a Thursday and we're not here, it's because we're not here. Yeah. But uh, most Thursdays. We're but here. if you bring your own mic and broadcast, you can talk to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so. Valley Golf Center Thursdays. Uh, we're, you can, uh, we're usually here. Uh, DM me or we got. Do we have his number or no? Uh, uh, you I'll re- give it to you. You can reach out. Yeah, yeah, you can just reach out and let us. You know, hey, you guys going or not? And we'll let you know. Yeah, uh, for sure. We're probably. I'm going to go 85 percent of the Thursdays. I, like here. I said, most Thursdays. Uh, you know, you're, there's you're, those times where we go to Mexico. We're not here. Yeah, like on Thursdays. I'll tell you now, January 12th, we will not be here. Nope. Yeah, that's not a thing. Because we'll be uh, full of Mekong. Uh, going full send through the border at 829. Uh, we're going straight through the roundabout that day. So, uh, But yeah, uh, other than that, so uh, no shameless plugs. You don't need customers. What do you do for a living? I am a project manager for an energy services company. So you don't do need energy. customers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. way for you that's to. Boring, yeah, so. That's boring. It's right. very boring. <laughs> Uh, it sounds expensive, though. So yeah. it is expensive. That is definitely true. <laughs> uh, you need a project manager for uh, your golf yeah. simulator project. Yeah, I probably do. So uh, where are you on golf simulator installation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can figure that out. The whole thing's going to be solar. I can figure and... that shit out. All right. Well, you're hired. All right. Well, I'm not. I'm not. That's my biggest issue. Is I don't want to do it. I want somebody else to do it. And all these are. Oh, it's so simple. Like I. I've talked to Ryan Cause, and he's going, oh, I built mine. I went and bought all the stuff at Home Depot. I'm like, dude, I want to flip a switch and start hitting balls. Yeah. I don't want what, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm you like, ooh, 30000 you could do the automatic ball feed. Yo, you could yeah. Have- <laughs> yeah, you're, not wanting, you're not wanting a year-long project. You're wanting a fucking simulator. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. I want to, you know, oh, uh, am I not hitting balls yet? What about now? Yeah. Uh, I've changed the channel twice, and you don't have a simulator <laughs> set up. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna uh, let you guys go for the evening, or well, I guess it's not the evening when you're listening. It's probably yeah. fucking Missy's getting ready for yeah, work. Mi- Missy will be bright uh, and early. We got other people. Oh, we got uh, uh, you. You're gen- well. You're not gonna listen to the playback, but uh, taking a shit. Uh, listen to the playback anyway, because it counts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely listen to the playback, and uh, get some friends to listen to the podcast yeah. too, and then have them get some lessons. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to tag you on social media, and then and, you're going to share And Gary it Williams, then. if you ever download Spotify, this is why we said this, because you drive all over the damn place, and this kills time. What it else definitely are you going to do? Uh, uh, s Pest Control sent me a picture today of the uh, sweet average minute uh, display on the in the side-by-side. Oh, in the, the side-by-side. In the side-by-side. Oh, new, dude, new place she, to listen. Sheila is so happy that he did She's, that. Uh, oh, Sheila, man. thank she you. She is ecstatic. Thank you for letting him listen yeah. to the average uh, man. Sheila but. is the greatest, and uh, thank you, Sheila, for being our number one listener that has listened <laughs> to every single one of them by by being forced to. <laughs> and, and Scott, uh, when you're listening to this podcast, I still need the inside of my garage sprayed for spiders because <laughs> the outside, outside of my house is great. The inside of my garage, uh, yeah. full of spiders. Yeah. So Mrs. Average doesn't like that so very much. But, uh, yeah, we will uh, we will see you guys uh, Christmas Eve. We'll do a podcast. And then uh, otherwise, we will uh, see you in the rough.